good how are you really really hot <laughs> so it, it's what 39 yeah right? I, th- I, i think bangalore is seeing even 40s yeah yeah i think it's uh, probably after uh, i think eight decades or something like that we are seeing this sort of uh, temperature so i think it's really a harsh really really harsh summer i think across india actually not just in bangalore all right so now we have to, it is time for us to start believing in global warming yeah i hope we do <laughs> So uh, I think this is another hot topic which is uh, something at least I have been personally affected mm. um, I think you are also right yeah so um, so let me start with my experience um, so it was a sunday morning yeah um, so i just came back home after like did my shopping i i saw a transaction for like 40 us dollars close mm. to that mm-hmm. and it was little fixtures and uh, by the time i called city bank uh, immediately one more transaction happened for uh, 200 plus some dollars okay. i was like shocked okay so by the by the time i called i got a call from uh, from the bank i don't know i don't want to mention the bank but uh, they called from one of their uh, global call centers i believe then they said we have to block your card and all that blah 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 mm-hmm. <coughs> so i was uh, pretty surprised uh, on how these sort of credit card data is being leaked mm-hmm. um, and especially with the number of online payment gateways increasing um, not just online uh, even the mobile payment gateways and all that so i am i was always not supporting this sort of uh, online commerce thing but i think now i am skeptical myself i am actually thinking of uh, i mean picking up something like a payment wallet va- kind of a thing which you can use just for a couple of transaction and then don't really i mean have like a big payment uh, i mean done on those things right? yeah so so i mean the primarily what you're talking about here is that the data breach which is happening at uh, correct both the e-commerce uh, it's either at the payment gateways supported by the e-commerce providers or it could be uh, it could be the payment gateways processing the payment between the e-commerce providers and between the banks right. we don't know where exactly it is happening uh, but i mean if you look at it in the last 4 5 years uh, the the prolification of commerce into into your day to day life cycle i mean or the day to day workflow is becoming much and more and more uh, be it buying a being a movie ticket or right. being in an event or anything so do you remember like almost like couple of months back i was telling you that uh, i feel somehow little little uncomfortable using most of this payment gateways uh, right yeah. yeah i mean i don't want to in i mean i again reveal the names but what happens is like on the e-commerce you have a excellent interface but once you move away from them and then you have this third party payment gateways are coming yeah, in yeah. and then so what the trend we are seeing here is like like similar experience like you i have i had one uh, swipe for uh, 600 yeah, yeah you mentioned yeah. so i mean like it was happening around 11:55 in the night so i always keep my phone in the dnd so Uh, okay. Luckily, I was not sleeping that day, so I could see that immediately, and then call the bank and then block it. Uh, I mean, like possibly I was either lucky or something like that. So the 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 merchant didn't claim the money. So okay. So but still, I had to block the card, uh, inform the authority, and then 
I, there is in a suspense for 45 days so do you see a trend because my two transactions the fraudulent transaction 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 action happened yeah i think it didn't happen on any because the amount was in usd okay so looks like this data what is being leaked mm-hmm. uh, it is not used in any of the indian payment gateways again for fraudulent transaction it's probably because of the two factor thing which rbi has mandated yeah which is probably protecting to us some to some extent, extent. Yeah. but i think th- this data is being leaked and, and especially the transactions which we are talking about both are protected with the pin basically correct yeah and looks like so it has been used on some other sites outside india yeah. some online sites where there is no other second factor authentication correct. process yeah so as long as they you know your cvv number pretty much done deal actually right so yeah so i mean like the 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 problem is i was just having an interesting chat with the bank on that saying that asking them i mean like when you have the pin based system why do you have to support the earlier correct unpinned transactions but the the answer i was getting is that basically they want to have a compatibility for having this international trade right yeah so if you want to buy something outside india they want to support that basically but at the same time what is happening right now is that though you are i mean taking care of making sure that you are buying a card with the which is like uh, with the pin uh, what is the pin called it Do you remember i think that the chip and pin right? chip and pin yeah so what what is happening right now is that the information is getting leaked um, either at the the third party payment gateways it's getting leaked from there and then they are utilizing that from outside india so they'll be able to buy that right. where and there is no the pin requirement is there in that and uh, so but i know in my case probably banks were able to catch that i believe because mm-hmm. they immediately called me within seconds okay um, after the first transaction happened so so there is some sort of alerting and definitely going on and they are probably watching all these transactions right yeah but the problem is the interesting thing is i was trying to have a more generic chat with them to understand in terms of uh asking them to disclose where this transaction has happened and stuff like that but uh, the banks are so hesitant not to disclose that mm. uh so they I, mean, I i don't think there is any clear cut policy around this where the banks clearly have an idea in terms of i mean or they might know what to disclose and what to not to disclose uh but at the same time i i, I think there is at the at the in terms of the law wherein which is like which is cutting between you and the bank is not very clear in terms right. of what you can authoritatively go back and ask the bank to disclose and uh, to get to know because uh, i was just repeatedly asking them multiple times because i had like at least three or four times of discussions with them to because there was about 45 days of delay was there uh because they were they ha- they want to wait to see whether the cli- the merchant is climbing the money basically right i think in your case i think the merchant didn't claim yeah. in my case it, the claim was made and okay. it did show up in on my statement okay and uh, then you have to raise a request with them i think they call investigation right. or something okay and then they say it's it's going to take 45 to 60 days but did they for them to really prove whether it is it is fraudulent yeah. actually But did they disclose you in terms of what they find what was their no, findings no i think they were just giving me some very basics exactly uh, things like okay don't share your uh, pin with somebody don't sh- uh, read out your cvv number all those things yeah so a, i mean like so they are giving us a guidelines how to use the card but they are not giving us in terms of what exactly they are finding out and where the leaks are happening correct so that is the kind of thing which is trying to move there where i we i mean as a 
I mean, in, as a in, as a as a policy, India needs something like a privacy correct framework or a privacy law, uh, where both the every organization, if it gets any data breach, they need to publicly disclose them. Right. And uh, m- I mean, though it is not available in every country, I think it is time for us to move in that direction because. Uh, be it government or private organization, if they see a data breach in their organization, it, it should become an, a mandate in terms of the level of breach which has happened there and then what is the uh, what is the impact of that uh, kind of a thing is. That needs to be publicly disclosed is what I think. Because do you see that kind of law here? I, I, don't, I don't think so. Okay. I think even the liability is with us, if I'm not wrong. Correct. I think the banks, I think in US, the liability is with the banks. With the banks, yeah. Right. Uh, but here, the liability is with you. Yeah. So, you, I think... It's a huge risk on right, our part. It is on us. Yeah. So, I, and there is no insurance or anything to protect this as Absolutely. I, I did chat with the bank on that. They said, no, there is nothing yeah. like that. I mean, luckily in my case, he, di- he didn't climb. So, I was just sur- right. uh, and survived. Uh, without a scratch otherwise I would have to shell out uh, a cost of an iPhone from here without buying it. <laughs> and also I think this is uh, uh, they are also not really saying what is the I mean they, they have to give some sort of advisory that some of these probably these payment gateways are leaking right yeah. I am pretty sure they know that uh, yeah then they know at least a couple of basic information in terms of where the geo IP where the transaction right. happened uh, that they will be definitely knowing uh, which I was trying to get that information from the bank, which they were not at all disclosing. The one thing they said, uh, which is probably they Outside are, India, they are yeah. using it for uh, these kind of alerts, if I'm understanding that right. Uh-huh. They asked me, where are you traveling that time, right? Yeah. And I think there is, there is a option where if, let's say, if you're venturing on to a, like an overseas trip or something, you can tell from this date to this date, I'll be traveling. Okay. So they know that you're traveling and if they see any other currency transactions, right, apart mm-hmm. from your from Indian rupee, mm-hmm. uh, they don't, I mean, basically don't alert that or they don't uh, suspect whether it is a fraudulent thing. So, well, if we, if the government has something like a privacy policy, then the gov- the banks will be forced to, to disclose that information. Yeah, maybe, I, I don't think the, ma- the, the amount of people who are doing these online transactions using credit card is probably still less. That's yeah. what my assumption is and yeah. probably it's not that big of a problem yet. But looking at this blog, what you shared, and if yeah. you will share the link, they, they are talking about close to 15 million or 16 million transactions on one particular gateway on a month, which is pretty yeah. big. It's very big, actually. And it is, we are like, we are at the tip of the iceberg, if you ask me, because we, the, the right. and more and more people are moving towards right. the banking system where the rupee card and RU card and everything is coming up. Uh, I think it is important, we need to have that kind of a policy, privacy policy in India where one is it which enforces both the organizations to disclose publicly uh, if there is a breach which happens. Uh, it does not, need not be bank, it could be even a company which is like basically just having your personal profile data. Uh, so if there is a break which happens there and then that needs to be disclosed publicly. Right, so talking about that, I think this very recently happened, right, and about the IRCTC leak. Yeah. And, and the best funny, funniest part of that is that uh, one day you hear that there is a breach uh, and the next day you hear there is no breach. So yeah. since there is no clear-cut guidelines, uh, the organization or the government body can act the way they want to do it. Uh, there was a report in Times of India saying that uh, there is a, at least one crore profile data has been <laughs> uh, put on a CD and then sold for 15,000 bucks. 
right and uh, so if you if you just imagine that on the next day there is a uh, the uh, the pr person from the iacdc sides comes back and tells that there is no breach happening we have set up a committee to look at that and then uh, there is an also another uh, the, the maharashtra police has been informed to do a detailed report and stuff like that so th- there there is there, so basically they are just basically want to wipe this whole thing out of public uh, right domain yeah. and then they just want to swipe sweep it under the carpet basically right and there is since there is no clear cut guidelines there is absolutely they can just behave the way they want to do it right possible actually yeah and just imagine with the kind of data which is sitting in the public domain you can have multiple identity yeah, and i think more scary part now is is somebody hacking into the other system right yeah it's exactly. really scary because <laughs> it is not just your uh, your personal data it, right. it also includes your biometric data including Correct. your retina scans and your all your all your thumb impressions yeah, i mean globally especially europe has always time and time they they said no we are not going to have a centralized biometric repository and uh, uh, somehow uh, i don't know which company which basically convinced indian government to go on this route have a centralized uh, biometric validation right. system and the other biggest problem with that is it leaves the audit trail basically right yeah so what happens is when you there are two different ways biometric authentication happens one is like if you take for example the phones which you have no I, I, they don't send it to a centralized repository they just do it in locally right basically. and the other one is like what other is doing it they just validate uh, centralized so you leave a audit trail between the client and the server which just goes so, so far i have not come across anybody le- leveraging that for any actual transactions right other card today is pretty much used as your identity but it has been getting pushed for everything now right so if you want to have gas subsidy or if you want to have even if you want to have that, a continuation true, of supply of things like the biometric data is still not leveraged for any application least to my knowledge yeah uh, it's not used to establish your identity in place yeah, you are so uh, you are talking about the mechanism of using a device and then authenticating using biometric no, yeah so I mean, but it is al- the database is already sitting in a centralized place holding all the information i don't know if it is on the public domain no I, it, it is not actually no, so that is what i am saying so uh-huh. moment like say when they open up for application right they have to put it on a public domain correct and then uh, they may not actually ensure all those transactions even when you say pu- public domain you are saying we are just like with complete security on controls internet, yeah, all yeah, the, yeah on internet yeah. so this this whole database probably sitting somewhere we don't know where it is yes. but yeah. once it comes on the internet then it is prone for such leaks correct and i think that is uh, the the model which government should follow is that basically instead of focusing their is energy and time on surveillance they should focus on pr- protecting the privacy basically so that's a bigger discussion anyway yeah exactly so i mean like similar to this sometime back you remember oxygen wallet uh, uh, there is a hacker group which basically hacked oxygen they claimed wallet. right yeah they claimed and then they even documented it but the the pr guys from the oxygen wallet came yeah, back and said yeah. that, that nothing had happened in <laughs> us <laughs> so this was there in both in uh, times and ndtv sometime back so in a big time so since you don't have any laws around this there are Uh, there is absolutely no public disclosure of data breaches so happening. So, do you know is there any law even for this uh, valid, valid, right? Yeah. Uh, so there is many of this uh, valid thing which is there, like 
I mean, you can put some money and okay. whenever you want, you can use a transaction. Is it all like governed by any RBI guidelines? You know. Um, uh, no, I don't know. I need. We need to check that actually. But you're talking about in terms of their how they're setting up the whole organization. Yeah, so I I, pay like, I load some ten thousand rupees for mm-hmm. example on a wallet and suddenly it disappears. Yeah. <laughs> is there somebody is going to similar to banking guidelines? Is yeah. there any? Yeah, I'm I'm not aware of it. Because least. they're they're dealing with actual cash. Yeah, actual cash. And and there's some amount of cash is sitting in their thing which they don't pay interest or anything. Correct. Yeah. They don't do anything. Yes, and, yeah. uh, I had some old, some twenty odd rupees left out in my old Flipkart account. Now they are rebranding that whole thing into some Flipkart money or something. They keep sending me emails, and they are saying this this amount is there and we are moving. Okay. So uh, that's what. Made, so is there somebody looking at it and oh, all some guidelines or yeah. something? Yeah. I'm I don't, I'm not aware of it. Either, so yeah. Okay. So I just want to mention few things which I do to protect okay. at least after this incident is. Don't get any high-value, I mean, credit cards. Yeah. Uh, credit cards with huge limits. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's really really risky, uh, and I don't I don't think that is a good idea. Uh, especially, uh, probably you should also I I keep an another low-value card, mm-hmm. uh, few thousand rupees limit I have, which I use for all these online subscription services like Apple Music and. Mm-hmm. Anything else? And I started to use some of this valid business at least for small transactions. Okay. And other thing I would say is like um, always stay away from free Wi-Fi's basically, mm. and be aware or be vigilant in terms of whenever you're connecting to a network. Uh, also take into your mind in terms of what is their ability, whether do they audit or they do they intersect or just be aware of in terms of where you are connecting your machine or mobile phones. Uh, before you're doing the performing the actual online transactions, and as you said, like make sure that you have those alerts in place where any time when the transaction happens, have a clear visibility in terms of what is happening on your card and stuff like that. So that is some of those things you should be like uh, should be some of those key criteria which you can look at it actually to save yourself because it's a, the there's no insurance, there's nobody else is going to save you right from the anything else you want to add. Uh, on this topic, uh, we we definitely need a privacy law uh, that needs to come uh, fast. And if there is a breach happening at both in a company or a government organization, they need to publicly disclose that. Yes. Uh, to the depth where uh, it is not about only credit card um, uh, numbers breaching. It is about even profile data basically. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And if you remember sometime back, even this who is record is also becoming extremely nonsense. If oh, you remember, yeah. Sudar was tweeting yeah. saying that there's a marketing guy called him by googling who's record oh, okay. and then just call. So, if you are running a small database and you are a, you are a marketing guy, so you are already looking at these channels basically right. to target customers. So it and who is also any domain registrar in India is enforcing you to put a mobile number there publicly. Okay. And if you want to safeguard that, you need to pay additional right. fee for that, Correct. which is again another absolute utter nonsense. So okay. even you own a domain, apart from owning a domain, you have to have to hide the whose data. You need to pay more. Yeah, that's another form for them to get this. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And the mobile numbers for free. Yeah, and and especially guys who are, who run their own websites and stuff like that, they are more potential and prone to. 
this kind of attacks basically yeah and so so that is also another area you need to be very careful if you have your own, your own domain just make sure that your mobile numbers are protected mail ids are protected there and i remember like there was one ama in reddit uh there was some political parties was basically sp- spamming one guy so he just basically raised a complaint to airtel saying that uh, the dnd I, my my number has been registered in dnd and then i've been continuously getting spammed and the the marketing company which was basically running that was spamming could manage to basically locate this guy house address and he knocked at this door i mean oh. <laughs> <laughs> i mean using what and uh, there could be so many techniques they could use right he could basically uh, they could manage to basically talk to isp get who's the guy who's doing it and then get his address in a different channel and stuff like that. so that is a kind of scariest thing yeah. you are having it and there is no law which is enforces what they can do what they cannot do also yes so uh, data breach is like extremely an important topic I think we have not seen our share of these big data breaches so yet actually the government hasn't really been yeah. focusing in yet but I, i think the 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 company is also not doing big on this because it is more expensive for them to safeguard the data right because they need to build control structures in place audits in place and stuff like that so they are kind of getting away from that but this needs to be addressed and the debate needs to start i think basically. generally as a nation we are not very sensitive about this topic at all yeah. if you talk to 10 people uh-huh. i mean at least 9 of them will say i don't really care and or they will say there is nothing for me to hide yeah that is not an <laughs> argument at all yeah so they they are just happily ready to give whatever you want actually yeah. right? uh, and especially mobile numbers are these days like given everywhere actually. yeah and the, the whole point is that you are giving your ability to con- your life can get controlled by somebody else right. especially your identity basically because of so i think the credit card to just summarize this credit card uh, breaches happening in in a, in a way it's it's probably uh, will shift demand the demand the attention what yeah. is requiring because it is relating directly to some financial value right so right. obviously people are going to be little sensitive about it they don't really care if somebody calls you for some marketing thing but i think if you lose some few thousand rupees here and there then you will really feel the pinch for that yeah but I, at the same time it shouldn't go in a way where it is more focused on finance side and the profile data can be taken granted that shouldn't be the case actually uh, the profile data is equally important than i mean it's as close similar to right. the, the financial data also yeah Okay, so that's it, I guess. Anything so, else? Uh, so that's pretty much about uh, on the data breach. So, w- what are we going to talk about next week? I don't know. I think we have some ideas, so we'll see <laughs> <laughs> what we can. Uh, I think I was thinking definitely we should talk uh, at least maybe one episode on this whole climate change. Climate, okay. uh, especially with this summer. At least give some uh, metrics and data. Okay. And why this is happening, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe I think so. I, I am interested in this one. Okay. So I thought we'll do India news roundup next week. So let's see. Yeah, that's definitely there. Okay. All right. Okay. That's With that, bye. Bye bye.